All right, we have begun episode six, six of Topics and Implications, the only podcast on our channel that has topics and implications uh, that go with the topics that we're talking about. Heim uh, Sneaks, uh, and t- tonight with me is... Checkers! And... Mast! And... Delta 5. Delta 5 is a new joiner, and uh, we are super happy to have him here. Unhappy to have Mast. Who invited that guy back? <laughs> always a pleasure to have Checkers here. Mm, thank you. And myself, Sneaks. <laughs> uh, anyway... <laughs> Follow um, us on Twitter. Yes. Tweet uh, at us. Our handle is at topics underscore and. Um, yeah, if you ever want us to talk about, a, uh, we'd love to start segments on this podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> if anybody ever has like a topic you want us to discuss on the podcast, please um, feel free to tweet us at topic at topics and. Underscore. Uh, underscore topic, and. Topics underscore and. I'm definitely not in charge of the Twitter page. Uh, but also, you can email us at um, topicsandimplications at gmail.com. Gmail, a wonderful place to send your electronic messages. That's, that's not a bit we should continue. All right. So, yeah. Uh, sorry, Are you Google. getting sued by Google? <laughs> 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 Even though we're saying good things, we're so bad at advertising. These You're hurting our brands. <laughs> Yeah, we've gotten some notes yeah. back from them. We've actually deleted your account with us. <laughs> we've scrubbed you from the internet. Yeah. It wasn't possible, but we made it possible. We created an algorithm. Goodbye. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, so things that... Uh, let's, we usually start our podcast just talking about things that we did recently. Um, I went to see Joker with Checkers. Oh, maybe yeah. I okay, so we both went to see Joker. You haven't seen it? No. Um, spoiler alert uh, for everyone. Uh, it's a super cool movie. It's no, great. No, no. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought Joaquin Phoenix was amazing. Yes, very good performance. Um, and I think that uh, I was watching Joe Rogan talk about it, and I like how he put it. Um, you don't feel good after you leave. Yeah. Like, it's a type of movie where you don't leave and you're like, yeah, it was amazing. You leave it and you're like, what did I fucking I just mean, watch? I, I felt pretty good afterwards. Yeah? You identified? I did. <laughs> I thought it was, it was, from like a film point of view, it was beautiful. It was shot really well. Mm-hmm. Editing was great. I wanted a little more, but I think that's me being a big joker fan yeah and wanting it but it also reminded me of taxi driver which was really cool i is it i think that was like there are certain like robert de niro's in the movie and the the movie is like a love letter to taxi driver it feels like it and yeah. some other movie that that he's in that robert de niro's in as like a struggling comedian and i can't remember what it's called oh, I don't know. um but like both of those movies are like i guess referenced and i guess i don't know if they did it on purpose because robert de niro's in it or they were going to do that, and they asked Robert De Niro to be in the movie just to make it more meta. Am I using the word meta properly in this context? Yeah. yeah I yes, guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ancient. <laughs> <laughs> Out of touch. Um, yeah, it was an awesome movie. Uh, mm-hmm. What else have we done recently? We went apple picking. <laughs> yeah, the apples went, these apples are delicious. Is that a commercial? It's a song. From who? The Bare Naked Ladies. Oh! Uh, for all our American viewers out there, the Bare Naked Ladies. I guess everybody would know because everybody's watched Big Bang Theory. 
That's true. They did do the intro yeah. music. They must have made a fuck ton of money I off know. of that oh, yeah. show. Yeah. Which is really unfortunate. Especially because it was <laughs> yeah, like... It's super... What a, what a Like, it was past show. their time. Like, they weren't really big anymore yeah, when yeah. they got that yeah. the intro to that show. So they're, like, living on it now. How much money... So, I don't know anything about the uh, entertainment industry. Clearly. Um, if, if anybody's been listening to this, you know. Uh, but... Like, if you are a band, if you were the band that got signed for the theme song to Friends, yeah. like, even though nobody knows who that band is, did they just make a killing off of that? Like, do they just, do they sign a contract that says, yes, you can use this song? Or is there some sort of renewal on the song every season? Like, so, so they get paid royalties basically every time the show airs. So if you watch shows like House that are on Netflix, the original song is not there. Oh. Daria is another example of this. Everyone remembers that show? Uh, yes. So if you buy it on DVD, all the music is completely different because it's too expensive for them to put the original music I've, back in. I noticed that about, um, I'm a huge Scrubs fan. And part of what I love about Scrubs is there was very, like, um, very, very, like, the music they used was very in in that moment yeah. and fit really well with the show. And I remember looking up an episode that I loved because I think it was... I could be wrong, but it might have been the episode where, like, three patients die and Dr. Cox eventually, like, leaves because he's too broken about it. Wow, spoilers. But uh, (laughs) I don't even know what season this is, but they play How to Save the Life by Frey. And then I remember watching it again being like, this is not... It's like, this song... It's it's an example of, like, how music is so important in a movie or TV show medium that when they choose a different song, like... It's jarring. It is. It's jarring. It's so jarring. You get the Walmart brand music. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And, like, did somebody's job must have been to find a song close enough to fit the mood. Yeah. But, like, do you think that person really cares? And, like, do they... Was it a bunch of, like, no-name bands that they had to find, or, like, were they just on the web looking for, like... Freestockers. Yeah. Sponsor of the show. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so House is one that's really jarring because their their theme song is a Massive Attack song, which is... They're one of my favorite bands. They're a huge trip-hop band. That song, um, Teardrop, has been, like... It was in Assassin's Creed commercials. Like, it's all over the place. I think it has, like, over 100 credits. So for them to buy it again for Netflix, it's just... They're like, no... How does Netflix decide to blow, like, millions of dollars on a movie that they make, not knowing if it actually will ever make the money back? I believe they haven't made any money yet. I believe they're still running in a deficit. Really? Yeah, they're still, like, haven't turned a profit yet. There's a movie that just came out. So Eddie Mm -hmm. Murphy just made a movie. Someone check that out. But I'm pretty sure that's true. That's very interesting. So I made a face. Because at, at, uh, uh, Lyft, the, or Uber, one of them, has just started to make a profit now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, so. Eddie Murphy just came out with a new movie called, uh, I think it's called My Name is Dolomite, or I Am Dolomite. Yeah. yeah. And I've been watching some interviews. i got to watch it on Netflix. It's about like this uh, kind of underground comedian that didn't ever get the recognition he deserved. And like he wanted to be a part of like the black exploitation movement, right. and he just couldn't even get into that um, because his <clears throat> comedy was so crude. So he made his own movies, and like Eddie Murphy, it's nice to like to see him making things. Right. Um, he's also really interesting. Like I don't know if I've seen it myself in an interview, but I think I've heard people talk about. Like I saw him in an interview to talk about how 
he looks at things he said when he was younger and he's like, oh, I wish I hadn't have done that. Or like, because people keep asking him now. He's at that age where people are like, if you could go back to your younger self and you know give mm-hmm. yourself advice, what would you say? And he's got a great answer. He's like, that guy wouldn't listen to me, so I wouldn't really tell him anything mm-hmm. anyway. But he does look back on some of the, maybe the jokes that he said and some of the things that he said. Because I think that it's, even though like Raw, Raw and what's Delirious, the, Delirious like they're considered amazing albums. Like not all the jokes have aged very well. No, they're. It's like trying to figure out how Andrew Dice Clay was ever popular. Listening to any of his stand-up, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. Yeah, he's sort of like the toxic masculinity. Like yeah, yeah. It's awful. So delirious. It just it didn't. Andrew Dice well. Clay. A great comedian. <laughs> for Sponsor of the show. <laughs> Is that going to be a running gag we do from now on? Just anytime we mention somebody, just lean into the <laughs> microphone. And every time I have to say, not sponsored. <laughs> we have literally yeah. no sponsors. Yeah, what's your legal department? For the love of God, somebody please sponsor us. What's a legal department? <laughs> um, okay, cool. So let's move on. Let's. We can do our topics now. What do you think? Yeah, might as well. Cool. Um, I usually go first, uh, just to break the ice. Selfish. Well, that too. Hey, I don't think I have any apologies to make. Well. But, but if I offended you or said something wrong or got my facts wrong last episode, I apologize. And if he hasn't, just you wait. Yeah, just <laughs> wait. Um, so the topic that I wanted to, uh, I, I wanted to ask the group today is, uh, is, there, is there a franchise... Uh, or a movie or a TV show that you loved as a kid, or even as an adult, that you would love there to be a reboot for it now, um, but it hasn't been rebooted in the last, like, ten years. Mm-hmm. So we'll say, like, Transformers yeah. has definitely been rebooted. Like, we can't use that as an example. They tried Power Rangers, didn't fly. So, like, that's been done in the last ten years. What hasn't been done in the last ten years that you would love to see a reboot of? I was thinking, you know Captain Picard from Star Trek? Yes. <laughs> if they would just bring him back for like a standalone series. Yeah. Um, and just somehow like shoehorn other characters from other series in. It would just yeah. like really do a great closure for me, you know? Right. Yeah. I still want Picard, but cheers. I still want that. <laughs> Die Picard. Yeah. <laughs> would Picard own cheers or would he be like the norm and like Guinan, like Whoopi Goldberg would be. No, he owns it. It's his retirement. Oh, okay. Right? Like Sam. So he yeah, mm. runs the bar. Okay. Isn't that just Deep Space Nine? Though? It might be. <laughs> like not Picard, but like yeah, the bar yeah. thing. Like yeah, a yeah. lot happened in that yeah, bar. Yeah. So Quark would be his rival I bar. Guess, yeah. <laughs> Um, sorry for anybody who doesn't know any Star Trek lore. Yeah. It was a lot of... Uh... There's your apology for I'll be the moderator on yeah. the too yeah. much Star Trek scale. Did you just say moderator? Moderator. Okay. Um, <laughs> just an accent. Yeah. Moderator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and people make fun of my accents. It's getting worse. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'll, I'll, the thing that I've been thinking... For some reason, I saw... I had been thinking about this already, and then... You know when you think about something, and then it just sort of shows up? The universe answers you Mm -hmm. and like you see it on the internet or like maybe your phone is listening to you whisper to yourself about that thing you like and it just sort of comes up as an ad i uh i don't know how into the movies i actually was as a kid i've seen them but i was really into highlander as a kid the connor mcleod uh, is that the TV show? No, oh. Duncan is. Duncan, the yeah, Duncan McLeod uh, yeah. is the TV show. Like, I loved it. Yeah, I loved yeah. the idea of like 
so in the original movie, like there can only be one. Eventually, they they get the one. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's it's Connor. And then they had to somehow create sequels where he was no longer the one. Yeah, there's aliens. I think yeah, in the second one, they on it, it makes no sense. Um, so I, that's what I would love to see. I would love to see like a darker, grittier version of that movie or TV series, like an HBO series. Right. Yeah. Well, I think you're a lot like me because like I loved the TV series, and I'm like, oh, cool, swordplay, all cool, like period pieces. And really, it's like a, it's very soap opera-y. Yeah. When you go back to it, you're like, this is very clearly a product of its time. And like, so it doesn't, the, the, the micro arcs of the story do not hold up, even though the, like the world building is still moderately interesting. There's a ton of plot holes. And if I had to like, look back at the episodes, because I honestly haven't watched it since I was a kid, I bet you every time they cut someone's head off. For those of you who haven't watched Highlander, there's all, the world is full of immortals, and somehow if you die, you can also become an immortal. I guess if it's a traumatic death. No, so you you kill someone who is an immortal, and that triggers their power, basically. Yeah, but no, but if an immortal, oh, it's an, show if, different. If an immortal kills you, you can become an immortal. That's got to be show. That's the show. Can. Okay, my bad. I'm right, right. speaking and from it, the movie. But, but yeah, no, <laughs> the other thing we're talking about what, the, the the beheading. That's the quickening. Where yeah. When you cut someone's head off, all of their power goes into you. So the fewer, similar to like Jet Li's the one, the fewer there are, the stronger each of them becomes theoretically because they would have killed people and gain right. their strength. But I'm assuming every time they filmed it and they went to cut the head off, there was just a quick shot of a sword swinging and they never actually showed someone get beheaded. Because I can't imagine that would get by the censors. I think it would always be like a shoulders down shot followed by a lightning storm. And yeah. You, just, you make that assumption. Right. A blurry sword swing. And I, and yeah. I know that like for some reason one of the, the, the storylines that really stuck out at me was uh, like eventually Connor... No, sorry, Duncan kills so many people that the the personalities, like, he starts yeah. to go evil because there's so many lives swimming inside of him. That's, like, probably jumping the shark territory for the show. It was, like, yeah. season three. But, like, I loved it as a kid. I was, like... Yeah, I was... I was I, yeah, I'm with you. I loved it, too. Cool. So that's, that's what I would reboot. I'd want a darker, grittier... And I think I would want it... If they wanted it to go for, like, multiple seasons, I wouldn't just have it start in like the 1600s and then flash forward to the 21st century maybe each season would be a different century that this person lives in well a big part of it though was was going back to the different centuries to see how in the show how duncan had originally met each character he was interacting with. right and that would give you the context of whether they were a good or a bad guy yeah and yeah. there was a lot of gray area but like right. that's kind of the point of that's the and that was kind of the exciting part is you didn't know which period you'd be hopping to right there were different styles didn't endgame sort of do that the fourth movie because it mixes Maybe. the two it yeah. brings yeah. duncan and connor together right which amazing because uh <laughs> what's that uh Who's the, what's the actor? The Raven. What's, uh... Oh, Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert, yeah, he's amazing. Is he dead? No. No, but for those of you who know who we're talking about and love him <laughs> as much as I do, he did just a god-awful cyberpunk-esque Beowulf movie. Yeah, And that's I right. cannot recommend it enough. It was animated, wasn't it? No, no, no. I thought it was. No, the animated one was later with Angelina Jolie. This right, is okay. way okay. earlier. <laughs> Full, cheesy, 80s. It is atrocious. Please watch it. All right. Are we going to watch it right now? Uh, uh, this, uh, put it on! Christopher Lambert is Beowulf, a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> not sponsor. 
the fifteen dollars that movie made has gone directly into our pockets. <laughs> Hell yeah! So that's mine. So, in the spirit of Halloween, are you afraid of the dark? Uh, aren't they doing that? Are they? I, aren't they doing that? They did scary stories to tell in the dark. I thought they, which was a book. I it was shot they, in. Checkers, can you Google that to see if they've rebooted? Jane are you afraid of the dark? I there was going to say reboot, but you're like things that haven't been rebooted. They in the last recently years, rebooted it, and it's not reboot. It's not it's samurai. Uh, samurai Superhuman Samurai <laughs> Cyber Squad with reboot characters. Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> Not that. Um, it's a TV series. Yeah, Are You Afraid of the Dark is a TV series in like what? 1991. It's a new, the 2019 one. Right, yeah. They're oh, reboot. there is a 2019 they're version. Reboot. It's a TV series. Oh, I thought you just I'm, meant like, Delta. Are You Afraid of the Dark? It's well, a TV series. I'll see no, I thought you later. meant like, what are you going to go home? Delta 5. We're <laughs> <laughs> like Delta 0. <laughs> well then. Beta 5. Sorry, I was just reading the Google. No, no, that's all right. So, um, well, you now great. I'm excited. No, no, it sounds like you got what you wanted. There we go. Yeah, right. yeah. Manifested it. Uh, uh, Ross Hall's in the original, The Weatherman. Or Quack, I guess you have Quack. Did you, did you know that huh? Brian Cranston <laughs> worked on the original Power Rangers? I know he's in the new one. Yeah, he worked on the original season, and the Blue Ranger was called Brian something. Maybe he was either called Brian or his last name was Cranston after Brian Cranston. No way. Yeah. Crazy. So, just hit you with some knowledge. The more you know. Yeah. Um, Brian Cranston, just a lovely actor who is sponsoring this podcast. Uh, uh, we watched El Camino recently. Um, having never oh, watched so Breaking Bad. Oh, uh, you never watched Breaking Bad? No, but I've watched it. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't understand anything was happening. and I thought it was really good. I also okay. like found it, like, they do like these... Uh, some of them have been filmed now, so they're like fake flashbacks. They were flashbacks. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they're not fake, but they weren't like filmed. It's all fake, Gene. Five years. Yeah, right. But they would do like actual like using footage, like flashbacks. And I was like, well, you can clearly tell that even though like the ep- Jesse has aged. Ten years. Yeah, from <laughs> the last episode that he appears in. Right. And I f- like that. I, f- I don't know. I didn't really love that. The you jar. could follow it though, like you could tell when. Yeah, it was and, supposed to be a flashback. Right. Good. There's a data in Star Trek and Nemesis, right? <laughs> He's super old. Yeah. Well, <laughs> even like, right. <laughs> so if anybody has seen that new trailer for featured heavily, that new trailer for Picard. Yeah. Uh, they showed data, and like he looks better than he did in Nemesis. But, yeah, but he also is like has a big seventy year old man head. Right. Like yeah. it's, yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with having a large head if you're 70. Checkers. We'll apologize for that next time. Brent Spiner is a sponsor yeah. of this yeah. Brent Spiner. <laughs> really good in Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, <laughs> he plays the Frenchman or whatever? Yeah. It is, that's his last role, actually. Other Was than, it? No, no. I, I just like it. Other than Star Trek, that's his other role that he's done. Um, actually, he was on People's Court. Uh, no, not People's Court. There was like a... <laughs> Where are you going with this? There's a sitcom where the guy is a judge and, and not will, Prince of Bel Air. He will be Night on no, Night Court. court? Yeah. <laughs> People's Court, a great show. Okay, Quantum Leap. Quantum, Quantum Leap. That's a great. Quantum Leap. <laughs> hey, yeah. Right. I recently found this meme that I sent. I maybe showed you checkers, even though like I don't think you know what Quantum Leap is. Mm-hmm. But I I sent it to uh, Mass because the the meme 
showed a, a bunch of pictures of Dave Scott Bakula, sorry, yeah. and it was like, is your friend at work not acting like they normally oh, would? Okay, Might be Scott Bakula changing history for the better. What a show. You see, but the, I feel like that re- reboot would have to like get its time travel shit together. Yeah. Well, I would make it a miniseries. I would make the first couple episodes him changing history for the better. And then the rest of the series would be like this horrible butterfly effect of how like it's actually ruining the future and now he has to find a way to undo or to somehow fix the constant like back to the future rethreading that he's doing. Right. Uh yeah, like sliders. Oh, uh, sliders. Show? <laughs> we talked about sliders on the show. <laughs> sliders so good. And it's weird cuz they aired that out of order. So people are like, this is dumb. This doesn't make any sense. And it didn't make any sense, but I still love it. But it had the guy who plays Gimli in it. Yeah. And he's like a, a ma- brilliant actor. Yeah. I mean, the guy who played Mallory is pretty good too, but... Didn't they air Firefly out of order? Yeah. Firefly is a great show, and mm-hmm. Serenity's an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. Reboot Firefly. Has it been more than 10 years? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Or don't yeah, even... Do a soft reboot where it's set in the same universe. Just like... Use all the same cast. I would die for that. Yeah. Uh, are all the cast bo- uh, books dead in real life? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Life imitates art. <laughs> but didn't he? Did he die in the? Yeah, he dies in the movie. Right? Yeah. Right. yeah, I guess so it doesn't really matter. <gasps> I guess Josh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. To the family. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Never mind. I don't want it. Uh, all I can think of is Robotech. Oh, yeah. And I know that there's been a bunch of Robotech, uh, um, like, series, and, like, some of them are probably more recent. Like, I think 2013 had one or something like that. Mm -hmm. But, like, what's the interdimensional space fortress or... Anyways, uh, just, if if you could take the first season of Robotech, and it's it's, it's a... For those who don't know, it's this wonderfully campy... Uh, anime. It's one of the first ones that was somewhat commercially successful in the West, and it is a space opera, which really opened the doors for a lot of, like, spaceship science fiction in a lot of ways. Uh, it's really hard to go back to unless you're just really willing to laugh and appreciate the fact that it was one of the first of its kind doing what it was doing. Um, but it's got, uh, space planes that can transform into two different types of humanoid robots, and it is wonderful, and even if they made it into a blockbuster that was fucking horrible, I would go <laughs> and pay great money to watch it probably several times. Is it like the first kind of mechs? Uh, I, I hesitate to say the first. Because it's like 70s at least. But again, right? it's one of the first ones that hit the West right. and, and saw success. Right, right. So I think it really you know, entered into that kind of cultural exchange between you know, the, the East as the future of Western. It, right? Like, if you picture a futuristic... American dystopia, it's often set in like a Japanese-esque city with hints to ancient Japan, as if there's some sort of cultural exchange going on there. San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco. San Francisco. Um, while you're talking Robotech, it made me think of uh, Thick was telling us one time that she knew this guy who had like this uh, hard drive with like terabytes of videos on it, and it was like a type of anime called Slice of Life. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he would just, like, watch it on loop. And it would just be, like, people... Have you ever heard of Slice like, of Life? No. Like, so, they just go grocery shopping. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, so it's 
it doesn't necessarily have a it does have a plot but there's no inciting force there's no dilemma and there's no conclusion it's just literally you're watching maybe a five minute segment of a cartoon of people going about what daily life is right and it's a lot of it's character building and like you but yeah there's yeah it, it's it, it would be like putting on a, an easy listening soundtrack in the background or something I, but i wonder if that's like a it, not necessarily, but like a type of ASMR, like the type of like just a white noise, like something to have. Well, it's also like cultural oh. understanding. I think a lot of people appreciate it for that. Like I know a lot of um, weebs, a lot of a lot of my friends that are super into what's a weeb? <laughs> Typically, just white people who are super into anime neck and Japanese beard. culture. Oh. Yeah, like it's, it's got some connotations. But I get rid of my neck beard. Yeah, it, yeah, you better. Essentially, though, like, I know a lot of them appreciate, like, seeing what that culture is actually like. You get a different sense of conversational use of language, and so... Oh, is it so... Oh, my gosh, I'm such a... This is how Eurocentric I was thinking. I was like, slice of life, why do I want to see somebody doing what I would normally do? But I guess if it's, like, animated and created in Japan, it would be based off of whatever they would be doing, and like, culturally relevant to what they would be doing in their country. And I didn't even think about that. Well, that's from your... But then, from their perspective, it would be what you were thinking it was originally, yeah. so... Oh, my gosh, there's layers. Yeah, anyways. Um, yeah, but no, it, it is it is a common thing, and, like... I mean, the other thing is, if you watch things for art style and soundtrack, you're likely going to love a lot of these things, because those obviously play much more prevalent roles, whereas if you're like, I watch battle anime, <laughs> like, sure, it can look nice, but... yeah. There's a lot more flashing and slashing around, and I also heard there's going to be another Sailor Moon movie coming out. Oh so yeah, an, another movie. So there was a movie. I, there must have been a Sailor Moon movie I'm at sure some there point. Was. Right. Um, I have never seen it, but that was a show I watched as a kid that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Robotech. 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 So we have sliders. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we had. Are you afraid of the time? Right. Quantum Leap. Quantum, Quantum Leap. Leap. Robotech. Uh, Highlander. Family matters. <laughs> uh, Firefly. Firefly. Fire. Cool. I think Firefly. Yeah, like a soft reboot. Like you know what? When I think of a reboot, I, I, I prefer it to be set in the universe already. So yeah. like, where they redid um, Ghostbusters with the all female cast. I don't know why that super bothered a lot of people. It didn't bother me that it was an all-female cast. What bothered me is that it wasn't still set in the same universe. I'm fine with four women taking up the mantle, but I would rather it be set in the same world. And they just, even if the the guys don't even have to show up, but just making reference to that thing that happened. Right. Like, you could say they all disappeared. Like, they're all dead from old age, whatever. But, like, just making reference to it would be fine with me. Yeah. And I think they would have won more people over. So I, when I think of reboots, I would actually prefer it to, like... Be in the existing game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, so same with Firefly, um, with Sliders. Quantum Leap. <laughs> Quantum Leap. I guess Quantum Leap you'd have to actually reboot, because it wouldn't be like... Yeah. Oh, I know this other guy who was doing the same yeah, thing I'm doing. Thing. Scott Bakula just shows up, like, been doing this for 40 years. <laughs> Um, cool. Well, next topic. Can I grab some wood? Yeah. All right. Uh, if you could have your partner fuck one Keanu Reeves, <laughs> 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 and then you had to face them afterwards. <laughs> K- 
Keanu or? <laughs> Wait, you don't get to watch? But no, you face your partner, but Keanu is maintaining constant eye contact regardless of whether or not you're looking at it. Oh. Um, no, I'm just kidding. My real topic is... If you could walk in on Keanu Reeves fucking anybody, right. just open the door and he's mid-fuck, who would... <laughs> well, I was thinking a lot of the things that we were considering, or not we, that you were considering in the last episode about which Keanu you'd want to fuck, factor in in like the opposite sense in this one. Because like, you're like, you don't want no-wise Matrix Keanu Reeves fucking your partner, because then you're just like, you're never going to satisfy them again. Right. Because he's the one. Right. <laughs> and he's got nothing to lose. Right. He's literally going to fuck like he's dying tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I like the question, if you could choose anybody to fuck Keanu Reeves, who would it be? It can't be yourself. <laughs> A second Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> if you would want two Keanu Reeves characters <laughs> to yep. end up together. Keanu Reeves. Which sponsor of this. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, okay. My real question, though, is, so... Um, I was uh, playing board games the other day, and we played Evolution, which I thought was a really mediocre board game, but maybe I'm just bad at it. Um, but it got me thinking, what is a trait that humans could have evolved to have that would make us even more dominant, and or conversely, what is a trait that we could have evolved to have that would have just completely fucked us over? <laughs> um... So we have a tailbone. That means we had a tail at one point. So if we had kept a tail but still had the bodies, that would we'd be Saiyans. But right, yeah, every like, full moon we turn into giant monkey. Monsters. But if we still had a tail, I feel like that would make us even more dominant. We'd be able to whip shit. Our balance would be insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I actually think in terms of intelligent species, we would be able to use it as a tool to complete more complex tasks. Right. If you want to go the tail route. I imagine it itself would become more agile rather than stronger. Not for whipping, but for holding, maneuvering. Mm-hmm. Right. How would furniture look? The whole, like, <laughs> well, <laughs> side of furniture, If right? we were saying chairs? <laughs> we would be able to use our tails as belts. They would just wrap around us, so everything would still kind of be the same, right? <laughs> Maybe. But I feel like you'd have this, like, protruding part. Mm. Yeah. Right. So, that so would... all chairs you'd have what to What would an lean... ergonomical chair you, you, look like? You'd have to lean forward onto it onto your stomach would have a brace to hold your head up, and your well, tail would come up over your shoulder and act as an extra implement while you were working. Oh. My daughter... Like a massage chair. Ring-a-ding. Yeah. Got it. As these toys... I'm sorry, is that what we're calling your daughter? Ring-a-ding? Yes, okay. ring-a-ding. Nice. Um, they have, and each of the characters has a tail, but all the chairs in their little cars literally has a spot. Really? So it's like two panels and then like a That's funny. spot to like slide it's, your tail in. It's conceivable that we would still have everything the same but like where you would put your car into drive it would be more like your tail would do that right like you get in the car and oh, there'd be yeah, some yeah, sort yeah. of like your tail like stuff that would make life easier that your tail would just take care of wiping your ass you know right you actually you wouldn't even use toilet paper <laughs> oh my god that's gross <laughs> Like something I could put my you dick in. You know when people have a towel and they're like under or over? And you, you <laughs> just <laughs> grab <your> t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. needs to step outside for a minute. I want a tail. <laughs> when people get married, they put the ring on the tail. <laughs> I don't think 
you put the ring on the tail. You still have hands. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so tail. Go <laughs> with tail. Gotcha. Eyes to see better in the water at night. Our eyes are garbage. Yeah, well, <laughs> spectrums, different spectrums. Exactly. We can, can't see anything, basically. <laughs> you really are really like, shitty. Yeah, so that would we'd probably break the world even faster if we could. Right. <laughs> Maybe we could see what we're doing to the climate. To be fair, we probably, yeah, seeing all the carbon buildup. You got Trump? You mean like Trump the predator? You just press a button and like you'd be able to, but instead you'd be able to like organically shift between spectrums? No, you probably, it would probably all just be there at the same time. Right, but going underwater. Yeah, like you hear about these, like, well, the deep sea creatures, right? There's, like, shrimp, and they can see, like, 27 spectrums or some shit. You see, like, like infrared, right? Like, that's the the next one after (laughs) Why does this creature get it? it. Yeah. Do you think there was a point we could? No. And we just, like, evolved Well, at one point, our eyes definitely worked underwater. That's, like, where eyes come from, right? Yeah. And then they are super terrible. (laughs) Um, Speaking of shrimp. There are some shrimp. Have you seen those ones? That can, the pistol shrimp that can lock their claw and it traps a pocket of air and then they click it and the pocket of air shoots out at such a high velocity that it can knock shit out. But if they're closer to it, like the temperature at the core of the burst is like super fucking hot. Like as hot as the sun hot. It's insane. That sounds look, hot. Yeah, look up pistol sounds shrimp. Sounds like yeah, it's everything would boil so anyways, around them. My choice is that humans would have a big claw and they could lock <laughs> launch air out of it at super high speed. Um, is that like an extra limb? No, it's like Rosa. It, we we actually wouldn't have hands. We'd be a much dumber species. Um, well, I mean, not having hands wouldn't make us dumber. <laughs> hands, I, I think, are largely attributed for the reason that we started doing more complex tasks that allowed us to develop the intelligence that we. Isn't that like commonly accepted? At us, yes. if, at us if I'm wrong, but like, <laughs> it, the hands are a, it, like a. That's why most um, species with um, opposable thumbs are like squirrels. They start using tools. Aren't it's squirrels a, have opposable thumbs? Sorry, the shrimp, it, the snap sound it makes, it says it's louder than a bullet. Yeah. And reportedly a temperature of 4,800 degrees Celsius. Because it smashes so hard, mm-hmm. the friction? It yeah, which like is a, similar to the surface of the sun. So. What? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck you, you doubters. I just uh, thought that like when it does that, it would be so hot the water around them would boil. The really comical part is that it's a fucking shrimp. So, like, if it did it to you, you'd be like, oh, that tickles. I mean, it would probably burn you if it was close enough, maybe. I don't know, that sounds hot. But, like, it's a, it's a shrimp. But, like, I would just go... If I was a shrimp and I was in danger, I would just click and make my claws as hot as the surface of the sun and just punch shit. No, it's, it's no, like, but it's, it, like, it's, like, it's the air pocket thing that comes out that reaches that temperature, not the claw itself, and it's, like, instantaneous. It's but like, like, snap, and it goes... Poosh. It, can, it creates, like, a concussive wave in the water that knocks shit that's how it eats and then it right. drags its prey back into so the concussive it. wave is as hot as the sun yeah like the the mm-hmm. friction of the, the the energy it creates yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but what i'm saying is if know, they physicists. were if they were filming that you wouldn't even be able to the only reason you would know it would be happening because it'd be so hot that everything around it would be boiling well see but the thing is well, you're picturing a very time. i think you're picturing a very large area and let me reiterate it's a fucking shrimp okay yeah anyways uh that's yeah yeah Human pistol shrimp claw. Do you think that if we evolved <laughs> so that we didn't have teeth anymore, it would affect 
our diet. Like, if we're like, no, yes. What I, what <laughs> sorry, sorry, that's, that was the, as I said it, it sounded dumb as it was. What I mean is that you're talking about evolving to, to have features that would make us not dominant. And I feel like most things that we would eat in this world that is natural, you would need to be able to chew. So. Well, there's a lot of species out there that, like, also swallow rocks that help them break up the food or rely predominantly on their stomach to, like, like most pure carnivores swallow large chunks of meat. Their teeth are for tearing, and then they force it down their gullet, and their stomach dissolves it over longer periods of time, which is why oh, reptiles yeah. need to eat less, right? Oh. Whereas, like, herbivores have, uh, um, I think, generally, maybe longer digestive tracts, but it passes through faster or something. Anyways. So if I just eat like a duck, I'll digest my food slower <laughs> and not eat as often. Well, ducks aren't pure current. Like, I'm talking, like, Komodo dragons and he, he's picturing when you force the food down your throat, oh, like, like a seagull. You, yeah, yes, like a seagull. <laughs> that was me swallowing food. <laughs> Slurp you later. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, you know what? I think diet is a big one too. Like, we're omnivorous. I guess is is a benefit. Uh, but maybe we could have. Yeah. What if we could only eat? If we were true carnivores, we might be mm. fucked because we would. Go through resources a lot faster. We probably would have died out a lot time. And the, the, like, yeah, humans have have this ability to just eat whatever. Yeah, because right? the nutrient diversity the nutrient diversity would not be sufficient yeah. to maintain everything. So when people are like, "Oh, I'm on the paleo diet because that's what our ancestors ate," well, our ancestors ate whatever they could, whatever yeah. they could find. Mm-hmm. That's right. what they ate. Yeah, and like they needed those really large bursts of protein. Yeah, they eat, like chunks of meat all the time because they were also fucking running and living in harsh conditions. Yeah. And, Hunting all the time. And you're sitting at a desk. Yeah, basically. You Um, you need meat maybe once a week. Yeah. I was... Arnold Schwarzenegger is in, like, a a documentary where he's talking about the myth of, like, eating meat. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's even a cultural myth. Because, like, even if you go back to, like, our our parents, yeah, our grandparents, like, meat was, like... It was legitimately maybe once a week, and you got a very small piece. And the only guy who was getting a steak was the father at the head of the household at the head of the table and it was more than anyone else was getting and this idea that a meal shows up this has nothing to do with my own politics by the way this is just, <laughs> this is just cultural <laughs> shit i just happen to know about it um but uh yeah like it's just now we're like well where's where's the meal if there's no like, where's the beef <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. if there's no yeah if there's no chunk of meat present you're like okay well i guess i'll just eat an actual meal later but yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, basically yeah. that, and then transportation, like being able to ship, yeah, animals and meat and refrigerate it. Americans love it. Yeah, Canadians love it. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to think about for like evolution. That's like a tough yeah. question. I think we could like evolve to have like lizard tongues because we'll have to eat bugs in the future. Oh, <laughs> like like chameleon tongues or frog tongues. And then you're like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> like Jar Jar Binks tongues. Yeah. Yeah. And we'd all be Jar Jar Binks. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> Obviously, that okay. is evolution. Misa sneaks! <laughs> Except for, I'd be boss man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was just going to keep talking like Jar Jar Binks, but I, I, you I stopped. You yourself. Sith Lord. Sith Lord Binks. Um, Look it up. Let us know if you believe in that theory that uh, Jar Jar Binks is actually the greatest Sith Lord. <laughs> it's very compelling and it's worth a Google. Um... Is he I'm in, not Googling that one. He, is he in Revenge of the Sith as well? Is he in the third one? 
Isn't he in all of them? Like, I watched least, it once, and it's unwatchable. He well, he shows he cameos at least because he's he's a, an advisor. He's in the Senate, right? Yeah, and he's so he's with uh, Padme. I know he's in mm. Attack of the Clones. Yeah. He even has a line in it. I think he's in, huh. but I don't know. Again, I haven't seen the thing with Star Wars. Is it's something that I love in theory, and like you said, like going back and watching them, I'm like, what did I ever admire about any Skywalker ever? They are the worst. Even Leia. Especially. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. No, yeah, no, yeah, even, yeah. Anyways, really? that whole family, I'm just not into it. Um, I, uh, my favorite Star Wars movie, not that this has anything to do with the topic, but I'm not a giant Star Wars fan. Um, <clears throat> I think that, uh, like, Ewoks are horrible. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> They're so cute. The Ewok Adventure is the best Star Wars movie. I, there are just things about the movies that are, like, when you like, I love. It's like okay, um, Star Wars Rogue One. I love that movie. That's, like, I honestly really hated that. One. Really, yeah. I loved it. I could watch the last ten minutes. Spoiler: the last like maybe five minutes when Darth Vader shows up, and you actually see a version of Darth Vader that like you probably wanted to see as a kid, but they didn't have the technology to make him that right. badass. Um, but they they probably didn't even know. Yeah, that, that that's what he is. Yeah, or was or supposed to be. Um. Like, I could watch two hours of him just roaming around his ship, slicing people down. But that's the last five minutes, right? Slice of life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Slice of life. Um, but I... I, like, I love Rogue One. We actually watched the Solo movie, too, and we mm-hmm. didn't think that was too bad. The, the worst part about Solo is that, like weird lady robot and oh my and, god who's got hips and yeah she walks like she's swaying she couldn't hips. just be another robot but she had to have like a female body like i read this article that was like um uh spaceballs did it better mm. like uh, okay spaceballs also spaceballs incredible movie <laughs> yeah. sponsor of this one. yeah it's mel brooks uh, any mel brooks yeah movie, uh i mean that being said Droids are built by people. Those people could be men. And to be fair, a lot of men, if they had the option of building a sentient female robot, female-voiced robot, they might make a body to match. That's true. Yeah, but the one in... She's, like, very... I don't know what her name is. She doesn't look humanoid, though. She looks like she's made out of, like... A bunch of parts. They're just like in the and shape. This is the solo. Of, uh, you're in. You're in my wheelhouse here. That's right. Welcome to the simulacrum, <laughs> where we are no longer recreating women. We're recreating male fantasies of women, and it doesn't even refer back to an original organic female <laughs> at all. If, that, if there even is such a thing, it's all just a callback to uh, Maria from Metropolis, isn't it? Yeah. 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 One hundred percent. Yeah. It's all right. just the original female yeah. robot fantasy. Uh, uh, indistinguishable. I never watched Metropolis. You're not missing much. And I say that it's that movie from the 30s. See it from like a history point of view. So the especially thing is, if you love film, like so, it's yeah. definitely something and to watch. When I was well, when I was like when I was teaching and studying with science fiction, what a lot of young people have trouble with is it's opera actors because it's a very early screen production, and so mm-hmm. everything is really over the top, facial expression wise, body movement wise, and it is a silent film, so obviously they need to act things out. But they really had a problem with it. What they didn't understand is that it was because these actors were from a different era where 
Like, there's no such thing as a micro expression when you're on stage and someone's 300 feet away from you trying right. to understand what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. And you, yeah, like you would know, right? It's it's bigger, it's larger, and particular particularly in opera where enunciation is such a big thing, and and so uh, it doesn't it it holds up very poorly because it's such an ancient right. thing. Uh, but if you're interested in science fiction and the history of science fiction, certainly check it out. So many things are influenced by the the robot from Metropolis. Hmm. And the robot from Metropolis is a lady. Yes. Cool. Um, speaking of ladies, uh, just because we were uh, um, Mast and I, and I guess Checkers and I have been talking about this, and I want to know if there's already been a paper published about this or an essay published about this because I was thinking about it. Jurassic Park. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. There's a part in Jurassic Park where, in the very first movie, where they're landing the helicopter and uh, they have to put on their seatbelts, and yeah. Dr. Grant gets two female pieces, and he can't get them together. Yeah. Um, and then later on, they realize, that they're like, oh, the dinosaurs in the park can't mate, and uh, Dr. Uh, Malcolm says, uh, well, life finds a way, mm-hmm. and in the helicopter scene, when you can't get the two female pieces to click, he ties them together, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, that's like foreshadowing for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering if that... Uh, if like, I mean, I caught that after my eighth watch, so in a row, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm wondering how many other people like have real have like watched it and like, oh, like that's totally like, that's a, that's like for the rest of the movie. That's great storytelling. It's Michael Crichton. <laughs> Certainly something that I can talk about. Michael Crichton. Uh, uh, rose from the grave to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Please watch Michael Crichton's estate. Yeah. Please watch Eaters of the Dead. Thirteenth Warrior. Thirteenth Warrior. <laughs> yes. Is, is that uh, the Benicio del? T- no, 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 sorry. Antonio oh, Banderas. And, 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 You're gonna have to apologize for that one. Sorry, Antonio Banderas. Yeah. I love the Thirteenth Warrior. Sponsor this podcast. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty. Great. Yes, it is absolutely <laughs> wonderful. I love it. You didn't like it? Uh, it's got a lot of problems. I loved it yeah. through and through. So I have I have some favorite bits, which is uh, when he finally gets the sword that's his size and starts like flipping it around. And I was like, all right, when the fuck was Zorro filmed? Because that was a year after Zorro. And I was like, he's just using the sword tricks he learned to play. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> yeah. the part, because I watched it when I was young, there's a whole part where he's with the Vikings and they're just like speaking at a, over, like over weeks. Yeah. And he just learns their language by observing yeah. them. Yeah. I was like, that is so cool. Yeah. Would I be able to do that? It's a cool mechanism. It doesn't happen in the book. It's very much just right. for screen. Because okay. it's like, logistically, it's way easier if he just right. understands them. The Simpsons did it better with Bart learning French. Doesn't he just start speaking French? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. No. Get better. He becomes like a foreign exchange student in France. And it, okay. Yeah. Oh. And he can't speak. And then all of a sudden he's running through the streets. He needs something. He can just speak French. Right. Like, and that's what they say. When you're embedded in the culture, you learn a lot faster. Um, so the things about that movie is like, if we can bring this back to Highlander, where they had a Scotsman play a Spaniard, oh, and, yeah. and then... Uh, and then uh, but there's an just, easy way to explain that. Okay, but hear me out, right? It's like, it, logistically, it doesn't make a lot of sense, and so having Antonio Banderas playing... Right. Not Antonio Banderas, it's like... Cause Col- met, yeah, even Fadlan is, is from Iraq. He's from Baghdad. He's right. a poet there. And the Vikings he ends up with uh, maybe not in the story, but like in the actual like scripts, they're like Russian Vikings. They're like oh. this offset right. of Vikings that basically went so far east, 
Um, that hmm. they are still Vikings, but they're kind of like removed from gotcha. like, like your norms or, or yeah. So just like yeah, it was like it's it's it was casting for sales in a lot of ways, but also like culturally it doesn't line up very well. Yeah. Um, the Viking cast is great. Yeah, they're they're also great. They're all Goodbye. from like Norway. They're all Norwegians. Yes. <laughs> uh, but the movie itself, again, it's that '90s campy. If we want to, like, it's the same as Highlander or the uh, uh, Christopher Lambert Beowulf. Watch it. Uh, sponsor this podcast. Um, God, I can't get over thinking about having a tail and just like rubbing my ass. <laughs> oh my god! Stop. So in this, do people modify their tails? People get piercings. Oh, yeah, oh totally. I'm, I'm sure there's an entire like subculture of people that just chop them off. Yeah, because it's there's definitely tail fucking. There's, there's yeah. everything. Yeah. Lots and lots of tail porn. Oh, yeah. 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 Sometimes it's just, like, slice-of-life videos of tails <laughs> slapping against each other. You're, again, misunderstanding slice-of-life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they show that on slice-of-life. No, that's not true, because we don't know how our culture would have evolved right, with tails. Now that we have tails, we're very sexually open, so <laughs> no one can wear pants. <laughs> Actually, yeah, do you think the tail would, would hold pants up. Do you think people would cover their tails, or would they let their tails no, fly free? But women would cover their tails, because <laughs> that's just indecent. Wow. Oh. <laughs> we're all upset by that. Um, except for Mass, who's laughing. Um, next uh, topic? Do you want to go checkers? Sure, I can go. I have to read it. All right, we'll wait, just so sit here in silence. Wait, wait, wait. We, had, we had eyes that could see different spectrums or just were better. We tongues had, that could eat bugs. Yeah, li- li- lizard tongues or, or reptile-esque tongues. <laughs> tails Tail to clean your ass. Ass cleaning <laughs> tails and pistol shrimp claws. <laughs> which is definitely what I... <laughs> sounds like a, a Rage Against the Machine song. <laughs> pistol shrimp claws. claws. Which is definitely pistol something that I thought claws. I was going to take going into this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, if Satan is real and he really, really wants your soul... What could he offer you that you would sell it for? (laughs) An ass cleaning tail. Let me explain. (laughs) This has not been an asses. Has definitely been. Randa. I really hope my tail has brown fur. Like he's a lazy day. What if it's just skin? It's like another. Oh, like, God, like a rat tail? Uh, <laughs> well, if your ass what, isn't hairy, what, why would your tail be? You're so right. They'd be hideous, pasty <laughs> skin tails. They'd be giant skin tails. Flesh, flesh tails. Ew. Ew. No. Also, also, like, how much of it would be spine and how much of it would be oh. muscle? You could break your tail and so they'd be really delicate. Right, it would be right. like, 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 like our wrists. So, so would they then lop your tail off at birth, just like you know they lop other things off at birth in some <laughs> cultures? Right, fingers. Uh, yeah. Ew, checkers. That just ruined all of the fun about tails. That would be like if Satan was like, "How can I get your soul?" And I was like, "Oh, I want a tail." He would give me the rat tail as like a careful what you wish for. Yeah, yeah monkey pie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah monkey pie. Yeah. And then he'd give you the. <laughs> uh, I would use my tail to scratch my head. Uh, what? So what could Satan give me that I would sell my soul for? Um, if I sold my soul, if I was like, oh, uh, 
I, like, he'd probably find a way to twist my words because he's evil. But if I was like, oh, I want to... We don't know that he's evil. That's true. Come on. He could, well... <laughs> evil is a... The, the primary text that says he's evil is a little biased. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I was like... I'm not saying I would do this because I'm not a perfect human being, but if I was like, oh, you can have my soul if you uh, cure the world of climate change. Like, if we are able to, it, like, he'd find a way to twist that, like... Kill all the humans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the humans would just disappear. But if, if he somehow made it so that we were back to a healthier planet, and he took my soul, would God be like, hmm, good one. You get to, like, and just, like, with his infinite power, be able to give me my soul back and allow me to transcend into heaven, or... Well, if he has infinite power, or, why wouldn't he just... But are you doing it to get into heaven? Or are you doing it just because you're really nice? Um, yeah, now it's not. Such so a, I'm, such a, just a great I don't know if I believe in altruism. Okay. Um, I, I believe in people doing good things because it's the right thing to do. Right. But I also think that, like, the second you get some sort of personal satisfaction out of it, it can't be altruistic. Right. Or some type of motive. Right? Yeah, like, people, like, is the definition of altruism... To just do it because it's the right thing to do, and you don't get anything out of it. I don't or, think I don't think it necessarily states that you don't get anything out of it, but that's not the reason that you would take the action. Right. It's a byproduct. Right. Yeah. So I guess like if feeling good is a byproduct, it can still be altruism. Is that? You would do it whether you felt good or not, but feeling good happens, and so what do you even do? With it? Right. I guess that's true. So maybe altruism does exist, and I was wrong the whole time. Um, Sweet. But, I, I don't know. Like, I just... Uh, I don't... Like, Are you doing it to get into heaven? That's the question. Um, well, clearly, I just very much heaven. gave my answer. <laughs> just because Satan exists does not mean that heaven exists. <laughs> <laughs> we be clear about that also. Uh, like, what Satan are we talking? Are we talking, like, Paradise Lost Satan? Uh, South Park. South Park Satan. Right. So, uh, wouldn't have to do much. If he wanted my soul very badly... Mm-hmm. I would exchange it for control over hell. His mm. job. You want my do, you soul? He, do you think he would negotiate with you? <laughs> probably. Can we, He's a probably a lawyer. Can we? Can we? <laughs> can we genie this? Like, <clears throat> I'll trade my soul for three more souls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then I'll trade you each of those souls for three additional souls until I have infinite souls. Checkers, you're the one who made the question. Can we do that? Huh? Is there rules to this soul exchange? No, I mean, but like, he really wants your soul. That doesn't mean he really wants those other souls. He's like giving you an exchange. Or he could give me really crappy souls. Yeah. He could give you rat souls, right? He could give you souls that don't even belong to humans. He could give me the soul. Well, why are you he could give that you animals the... are inherently less valuable than humans? So he could give you the soul <laughs> portion of the tail that you cut off. It's a very human centric point of view. Mm-hmm. I don't apologize. <laughs> Um, man, that is a really good one. Yeah, I feel like we're all sitting here being like, well, it would have to be something that benefits most of humanity. Like, we have uh, uh, Delta Five and I have children. Mm-hmm. I guess we'd have to consider that. Yeah, 100%. I, my follow-up question to this would be, like, so you do this, you, you're like, I will exchange my soul to cure climate change, cure cancer, whatever you choose is the super altruistic. How long do you rot in hell... Assuming that you also go to hell because he owns your soul, before you're like, oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> if I can turn back time and like, so 
if we are looking at this from like the biblical hell, not the can like not the fan fiction, the what we know as hell, <laughs> just the without God, right? It's right. the biblical hell. Then you just be like, let's come, man, here, right? Because that's no, wasn't there? There were pools of lakes of fire. Have, uh, no, no, have you ever watched Dogma? No. Yeah. So there's a deleted scene where the guy who plays the demon talks about originally... Is that the, Paradise Lost? Yeah. He- hell is the absence of okay. God. Right. And so it. you're just in purgatory for eternity. Right, because God was everything good. But because man's law <clears throat> is respected by God, we invented what hell became. Right. Uh, and now, now it's this... As it is written. Yeah. So hell, as in like the Norse hell, H-E-L... Is where everybody goes who isn't weapon dead, right? right? And it's not a terrible place. It's not like fiery. It's just kind of shitty. It's just okay. It's just meh. <laughs> I'd rather be in Valhalla, right? Drinking and fighting. And so it's the absence that drives you crazy, not the presence of suffering. Yeah. I mean, Milton's hell is probably a lot better. Uh, the better. the nine circles of hell or whatever. Uh, so Dante. Yeah, Dante's. Who is. Dante's the character, isn't he? Yeah. Dante's Inferno. So who's the whatever the author is? Some Italian guy, I think. I I know that the first circle of hell is actually all of the pagan like like Plato would be there, like the non-believers who thought they could figure out the answers. And don't they have a like? Aren't they able to get out? I'm not sure. By like I don't know. Okay. Yeah, the cave. Plato's cave. <laughs> once once one of them stumbles out, becomes a philosopher. He can lead the rest of them out through the opening because they've just been watching shadows on the wall cast by the fire. From hell, it all makes sense. And the shadows are just a reenactment <laughs> of that uh, Beowulf movie. That's right. Watch it. Sponsor this podcast. Um, yeah, I would. I would sell my soul to to cure the Earth of climate change, which I feel like is a super millennial like thing right. to say. That's pretty great. But that's what I would do. I mean, I was going to say something selfish until you said that. Right. Like so I would, now I have to come up. With I would sell better. my soul for a reboot of and it's the worst yeah. horse shit that you've ever From seen. From the guys who brought you Dragon Ball Evolution. Fuck. I know. I would tell myself if everybody could have basic income. Universal basic income? Universal basic income. What would the income be, though? Basic. Basic. <laughs> but, like, yeah. what's the amount? I don't know. It depends on, like, well, the society. What's the basic income? And... Uh, you need... I believe it's over... And boots. Yeah. It's... So what's minimum wage now? 15 bucks? No. Isn't it like eleven? No, it's, it's fourteen. I think fourteen twenty-five. It was supposed to go up to so fifteen, and it's a very didn't. Canadian discussion right now. Yeah, it is. Well, it's like in like southern states, it's like six bucks. Universal basic income, I think, for Canada was estimated to be around thirty thousand, something around mm-hmm. that. A, a, a year. Yeah. Yeah. What's the poverty line? Really? Yeah. So say well, everybody got that, and then so you think, whoa, you could just do whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, because it's basic income. But, like, you could work a full-time okay. job and not make, or make, I guess not now, but you would make maybe around that. Yeah. Right? If you're working a minimum wage job. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I yeah, that's a good one. Like, I, I think that, um, I'm for universal basic income. If you have a job, though, like, do you get the income no matter what? I feel like there's a, like, no. Like, if you're making more than the income, or I, I guess, you know, I don't know exactly how it works. Because I, I think what, you should get the income no matter what, because then how do you tell? Because if someone's... On, well, it depends on who implements it. And then the other thing is, are you, then, do you get, do regular jobs pay you less because they know you already have that income? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like the justification to pay waiters like shit. 
oh, you're going to get lots of tips. Which and they t- still make less than minimum wage. It, like, I, that makes me so angry. With, yeah, it's insane. I, I have mixed feelings with tipping, but, like, I do think that it's horseshit that people make less than minimum wage because there's this assumption that they will get tips right. to offset that. Right. It's also a very North American discussion, I think. Very much, yeah. Because, like, in Europe, they're, they just... We were in England. Um, my wife. <laughs> and I. Can you quack that? Yeah. Uh, and we were standing behind an American couple, and the lady was going on about how how much of a generous tipper she is. And the guy at the cash was like, well, we pay people here properly. <laughs> and it just, like, really awkward in the room, but... Yeah. <laughs> yep. So That's great. Yeah. I mean, like, good for her for, you know... Trying to do something um, that she thought was great. But, when yeah. Checkers and I went down to Boston, I felt pressured to like over tip like crazy because I think I don't know I don't think in Boston, but I think there are states out there like you said minimum wage is six bucks. I think it's even lower in some places. Yeah. Like it's just a brutal like, like. I was in Atlanta about ten years ago, and minimum wage was I believe like six forty. Yeah. And I'm sure it hasn't increased. <laughs> In fact, it's gone down. It's probably gone down. <laughs> yeah. Tourism Atlanta is sponsored. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, Atlanta, a great show. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah. Um, nice people there, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like this, like, when people... Uh, Boston was great. Um, it was during the uh, election between Hillary and uh, Trump. Mm-hmm. And, like, people were getting into it in stores. Like, we watched people argue mm. just, like, out of the blue. So I guess like politics, I, I, you know, you watch news agencies like MSNBC or Fox and you don't think like, oh, this is what it's like outside of these bubbles, but it can be like people can really get into it. Well, a lot of people are relying on those exact things for their right. political landscape. So yeah, I can see that. Um, their campaigns are also so long. Right. Ours are what, six weeks? Well, their campaigns yeah. never really end, right? The second you're elected, you just start campaigning again. Yeah. There was a John Oliver episode where he was talking about that there are people who retire from being senators, and when people ask them what's the number one thing they're not going to miss, and I guess they spend hours and hours in these tiny phone booths in this building calling donors. Like, a large part of their job is ca- is calling donors trying to get more money. Oh, wow. And, like, you wonder why nothing gets done, because all they're doing is trying to call people. It's sad. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so what was our question? What would Satan. you say? Right, Satan. Uh, I'm hearing climate change. You want universal basic income. Mm-hmm. Yep. I want Satan's powers or his job. So I his job. switch. Hopefully, it has dental. Uh, <laughs> I want a Robotech reboot. Uh, this is way too much. Just leaning in. I it. would need a good like seven days to consider a fully fleshed out answer to this question. Why? <laughs> Being parents. Right. We have to be joking. Otherwise, if I give you a serious answer, it's like I have to consider my two constantly. So, like, I would have to have a, like, a... I would have to philosophy the shit out of it, come up with, like, a solid statement, linguistically build it so that, you know, like it... It's ironclad. Yeah, like, syntax. Just make sure that it was down, that this is what's happening. Uh, (laughs) I, like if if I get this chance, I'm not I'm not fucking around. So for now, it's a Robotech reboot. But All right. but you know the other thing is I'll tweet, I'll tweet you an updated. Yeah. The other thing is that uh, we'll tweet it out. You um. <laughs> think about all the change you could do if you were Satan. You don't have to be evil. You don't have to do terrible shit. You can just start 
pulling the strings. I mean, but the other thing is, like, how much how much power does Satan have? Enough. Well, yeah. Right? Like, and this is... This I, is you you could start giving people their souls back. Right? Yeah. I could just be like, okay, everyone. And they would get slurped back into reality. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ah! Well, and he, <laughs> I mean, the, I don't think that's something that Satan You're can do canon right now. And you get a soul. And you get a soul. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I mean, when people talk about, say, like, the capital G God, right? And they're like, he's omnipotent. He can do anything. And then there's that classic... Uh, right. Can he microwave a burrito so hot that he himself can't eat it? Right. <laughs> it's a can he can God make a, a stone so large that he can't lift it? And if he can make a stone that large, then he can't lift it, and that's something he can't do. And if he can't, then he can't make a stone that large, and that's something he can't do. But the problem with that is that that's like a non thing. God can do everything. This capital. But G he's God. also the rock. Right. Not well, the rock. <laughs> he's the rock. Well, he is the rock. He, so right, he, he is. is right, he's Dwayne he Johnson. But the point is, he's also a sponsor. The capital G <laughs> omnipotence just means that you can do anything which can be done, not that which can't be done. And contradictions or paradoxes inherently can't be done. So it's actually not a limit on the power. It's just a, a linguistic trick. But but Satan doesn't have that. Nobody's like <laughs> Satan's omnipotent. They're like he's kind of sneaky. Like right. Sure, he's got some manipulation. I think there's like influencing and like he's got these demons that are kind of really fucking terrifying that are all like yeah we're with this dude right but like what kind of power does this guy realistically have like if i was like i want a fucking lifetime supply well are we Twitter talking person, about lucifer lucifer is an angel right so whatever oh, power yeah. an angel would have had he would have like arguably has i guess i my problem like with people you know when you watch any kind of uh fiction where like Satan somehow is about to outsmart God or like whatever. I think what bothers me about that sometimes is that not also is God supposed to be all powerful. He's supposed to be all knowing. Yeah. Right. So he should be knowing what's happening at all moments. So Satan should never be able to outsmart him. Well, unless that's part of what is it? The ineffable plan. Yeah. Right. God knows that he will be outsmarted and he's going to allow that to happen because it's like Doctor Strange and the one possible... Do you guys watch Supernatural? I've seen Mm-mm. parts. No. One to five, pretty great. Okay, two to five, pretty great. One's very creature feature. Okay. After that, just whatever. God's in it, and he basically was like, let's get things started, get things in motion, here's some angels, Lucifer's a dick, and then he just like, well, I've kind of lost control and fucks off. Um, so, I mean, I kind of just had the power to start all of this, but has no control over these people. Right. So anyways, you know, we could be like, I will trade you my soul for fixing climate change, but maybe it's like, dude, if I could have that kind of control over the human realm, don't you think I would be fucking shit up constantly? Right. Right? Like... Right. It's a trick. Right. But I can give you a tail. <laughs> right. And it will be Fur so or good. skin. And it will be so good at cleaning your ass. <laughs> Cool. In and around your ass. Um, what are we at time-wise? We're over an hour now, but we have one last topic yeah, to go. Yeah, okay. So, um, I have a Halloween topic. Ooh, if spooky. If you were a ghost, who or what would you haunt? Oh my god. Who or what would you fuck? Which counter you Which counter So, I would 100% fuck with mediums. Yeah? What's his name? Like Whoopi Goldberg? Mm. Yeah, like Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost, basically. I would, uh, Patrick Swayze. 
all those people. Yeah. So all those charlatans, which I guess would justify what they do anyways, but... No, but you'd only do it, and then once they got big enough for people to actually look at what they were doing, you would just stop. Or the, the Long Island... What's Long Island Medium, or whatever yeah, yeah, she's yeah. called. Yes. I would just fuck the sneaks. What? Like, I would fuck hang sneaks. around you. You would fuck sneaks. Why would you do that? Like, I wouldn't go anywhere. I'd just stay here. Oh, so I could just move. No, I'd follow you around. Oh, uh, okay. And, like, move stuff to really inconvenient locations. Mm-hmm. In this situation, like, are, is there such thing? Are exorcisms only to get rid of things in your body, or can you destroy... Those I'm, are for I'm telling you I'm going to stay in your presence, there, there and you're are, trying to exorcism me away? No, there no. Things, there are things to get rid of ghosts. Uh, Ghostbusters? That's what you're doing. No, no, don't take it like that. I was like, I'm going to stay with you forever. And he's like, can I get an exorcist up in here? I yeah, think... Quack. I. Oh, yeah, quack that. Okay, everybody said it, I know. <laughs> we just want to go through one goddamn no, episode. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> You just got your daily quack. Yeah. Uh, um, we'll just use the Aflac. Aflac. I um, sponsor it. <laughs> I, uh, that sound bite. If I could haunt anybody, uh, I don't know. Like, it could be an object too. Like if you want to be a creepy doll in the <laughs> Toys R Us or something. I guess like anything with a tail. Really. <laughs> I I don't necessarily want to haunt someone, but like, I guess there might be people like. Uh, tr- I don't know, uh, what's his name? Something Bronson, the guy who runs Virgin. Richard Bronson. Richard Bronson. I just want to know what his life is like. If I could just follow him around, not necessarily like make his life miserable, but just see just what the, the just fuck he does. <laughs> oh, neat. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. <laughs> like, it's I don't know. to send people to space, right? Commercial space. How long, like, if, that, you were, if you were haunting someone, do you think you'd get bored of it and just move on after a while? I would imagine. Yeah. Unless you, like, mm-hmm. what, like 70 years? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you would turn into that guy from Ghost who, like, is obsessed with cigarettes? You would just lose your mind eventually? I don't remember. He, like, learns to move shit from this guy, and then the guy seems kind of normal, and then the guy sees cigarettes, and he, like, loses his mind because he's addicted to cigarettes, and he's like, I'll do anything for a cigarette, I'll suck your dick. (laughs) That didn't quote the movie, but, like... (laughs) I'm just wondering if I would lose. Clean your tail. I'll suck it dry. Uh, uh, I don't know. I that's what I would do. I would people that are like legitimately mysterious and interesting, and we don't really know what's going on. Like these ultra powerful might maybe haunt the yeah yeah yeah. I would haunt like Illuminati meetings, like (laughs) the Bilderbergs create false religious symbols. Bilderbergs the what? The uh, Bilderberg is like is like the Illuminati. Oh, okay. Let me. Sweet. I'll Google it while you guys keep talking. Uh, God, that's a good one. So I'm a really big fan of like Area 51. I'd haunt Area 51. <laughs> well, like, I really like like jump scare pranks, and so I want want to be like a really like benign object that sits around and just tortures Sam or what? Spooks the shit. Like, I wouldn't do it to Sam because she'd get really upset. I'm talking like you know things that people could probably laugh about. That I think are fucking like like when people like dress like a plant and then wait till someone's oh walking God. by and they're like Ooh. <laughs> like like the one person who like hid in a mattress on the side of the road and like jumped out at people like that shit it would be it would never not be funny to me I could do it forever for eternity and it would always be fucking hilarious to just be in a, like a mannequin like an inanimate object and then just 
jump scare people. And the best part would be I could probably leave that object temporarily and it would just be a regular inanimate object and no one would ever fucking believe them. 100%. Anyways, that shit would amuse me for fucking eternity. It's so funny. Um, the Bilderberg meeting is an annual conference established in 1954 to foster dialogue between Europe and North America. The group's agenda, originally to prevent another world war, is now defined as bolstering a consensus around free market Western capitalism and its interests around the globe. Oh, Yeah, they're all (laughs) monsters. Sounds terrible. A sponsor of this (laughs) (laughs) book. I was listening to... uh, If if anybody out there has ever watched Hot Ones... um, Great show. Yeah, uh, Hot Ones. A (laughs) great show you should watch. With on ours. the internet. Um, we'd also love to be interviewed on Hot Ones if you, Sean Evans, just hashtag Sean Evans. Yeah, just, we'll give you our real names and you can deep dive on us. We want you to fuck Keanu Reeves so bad. Yes. Just, <laughs> Sean. Um, anyway, he was interviewing uh, uh, the guy from um, Holes. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Yeah. guys from Holes. most well-known role. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, he, so he was, not. he was talking <laughs> about, he filmed a movie with uh, Bane, um, Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy and, and it's like set in the 30s and they're like uh, prohibition, like they're like sneaking, I think they have like a speakeasy or whatever. Anyway, I, I, I've seen the movie once, um, but there's a part, so he was talking about how they were staying in this hotel and he was like walking down. Uh, a fly stairs and he saw all this like chicken that just sitting there and he like took a bunch of chicken and he was trying to sneak out with it and it turns out he was stealing chicken from a Bilderberg meeting like the Bilderberg people were staying in the same hotel and like security came and like grabbed him and he had to like give the chicken back I think very very roundabout way of getting there yeah fantastic Um, what was yours what was yours have you said yet mediums oh that's right what was who would you haunt? Medians. You. Oh, you haunt mediums. I would haunt the <laughs> separator in the road. Just uh, concrete blocks. I would haunt you too, checkers. Yeah. Why? They haven't released music in a while. <laughs> Take this bottom. I would. I would. It, would you haunt somebody? Like, if you were haunting Bono, would you just, like, make fun of the music the whole time? Constantly. You'd be like, Let Street has a name. (laughs) (laughs) It's a shitty day out here right now. (laughs) That's the only two songs I know. (laughs) With, with, (laughs) with me. (laughs) Um, if anybody wants to know, uh, Sam and Brisket is uh, playing with her ball right now. It's adorable. (laughs) Oh, Sam and Brisket. Um, Cool. Uh, I think that's... Have we hit the end of our... Episode? Yes, we have. Episode number six, wrapping up. All right. Um, well, thank you to uh, Delta 5 and Checkers for being here. Um, Mast. <laughs> also a pleasure. Uh, Mast also was here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Love it. Um, all right, cool. Well, uh, everyone, remember to email us at topicsandimplications at gmail.com if you have any topics for us to say or tweet at us our twitter handle is at topics underscore and um sometimes we tweet memes yeah so follow us please come follow us 
so because we always tweet when we release a new episode, so you get notified. Yeah. All right. Cool. Slurp you later. Slurp you next time. Mm.